And we're live. Welcome to the We The People podcast. This is Nick Matson, your host, and we're here with Haley. Uh, we're doing a special Tuesday edition, election edition, We The People podcast. We're going to go over some local issues, some state issues here in California, some fun stuff. Um, I'm excited for the election. Haley, how are you feeling about the election? 2020. You are excited. Haley is excited. I'm excited. Haley is excited. This is the biggest day. Today we have a presidential debate scheduled. It's going to be live. Chris Wallace is going to be moderating between former Vice President Joe Biden and current President, what's his name, Donald Trump. What, what are you looking at me like that for? I, I figured it out really quick. Donald Trump. Is your president, if you like it or not, that's Bryson Gray. Um, so these two men are going to get up on stage and debate. Um, I'm, I'm a little worried about Joe Biden, to be honest. Uh, he has a hard time getting through a, a question and answer with an interviewer without reading from a teleprompter. And he has a hard time reading from a teleprompter. What do you think? What do I think about him reading from a teleprompter? No, he's not going to be able to read from a teleprompter. That's the thing. He, he, he has no, to get up there and be, debate. It's going to be a live debate. Something will happen. Something will happen. Tell me about that. What does that mean, something will happen? This is, a, this is I think, the question everybody has on their mind. Is I, just, I won't believe that it's going to happen until it actually turns on. Right. Like, like it, everybody's going to show up and something's going to happen to cancel this. You do not believe this is going to happen. I don't see how it would be able to happen. Because, because if, if they gave him pre-scripted questions, then they would have to give pre-scripted questions to Trump, and you know for a fact that he would not stay silent on that. Right, but they gave pre-scripted questions to Hillary Clinton in 2016. Remember that? And they didn't give it to Trump. So it's possible that... Oh, I missed that then completely. Yeah, they did that. No, and I, didn't that, know that. That's on record. We have... Uh, there's evidence of that. They, uh, oh. Hillary Clinton actually got the questions, and Donald Trump did not get the questions. And if Donald that Trump was made during it the same debate that he said that she'd be in jail, uh, one of those <laughs> around that time, yeah. So I mean, interesting, interesting, right? Yeah, no, no, we're we're in a weird place with our with our uh, politics in in the United States, and I think that there's a big push just to try to discredit the whole the whole paradigm because um, there are people who do not like our paradigm. They don't like the freedom that you and I share uh, together. We, we have uh, all the world at our fingertips as Americans, and, uh, and you, might, you might say, oh, it's because you know, you're tall, you're beautiful, you are, um, are already successful. Uh, they don't know how. You would say that to whom? Uh, people would say that to you and me. People would say that to to you and me yeah you don't believe that i've heard that already that's why i'm saying that from I've, whom um now are they speaking specifically to me about how beautiful i am um i mean that people have told me that you know but it's not i, I don't think that's the massive um it, not enough people know who i am but i represent and you've said this before you've said this to me that i represent the i question everything i've said to you so far well, I, I don't blame you for that. Um, so that I am a, 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 and 
I don't consider myself, I don't identify as white. Let's put that out there first. So I don't identify as white. I am a, uh, my great grandfather was a Swedish immigrant. He um, became Swedish over, uh, you know, maybe millennia of his ancestors um, traveling north from wherever they traveled from. Uh, we were in Turkey at one point. We probably came from, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons why I am the way I am today. There's a lot of generations, and there's a lot of generations who never gave up and never said die. I mean, we, that's what we have. I mean, my, my great-grandfather was a, a Civil War soldier uh, for the North. You know, that we, we don't, we pick up and we do our job. That's, that's basically, that's my family trait. That's who I am. That's what I'm doing. That's what you, you do that. I mean, you, you pick up and do what you need to do in a day. You make that your life. You're, you're a strong, independent woman. Um, I'm very, very blessed to be able to be uh, your husband. And But you have told me, like people look at me, I am the epitome of somebody who has uh, stolen everybody's rights. And, and well, you, no, you. I've said that? Yeah. The, no, the, that's wrong. That's completely wrong. I hope everybody hears that. I've never said that to him. <laughs> yeah, I am the white male. So I am I am the the person who has uh, has harmed everyone in my path in in all of my family history and all of that. Like that's that's the idea out there, isn't that? Or can we agree on that? Or, okay, or are you so going to put it differently? Let's clarify. I've never said that to you. I said what I said was that, and this is not something that I thought we were going to talk about on a podcast. But what we have, what how do I put this? There's been quite a few things that I have been researching lately. Um, and one that I actually talked about earlier this year in a column that I wrote, um, I think it was in February or March, um, trying to understand fe feminism. Um, I've never been on board with the movement. I never really quite understood the movement. Um, but the more that I, I read about the particular movement, um, which you can read a lot of different um, summaries of, of what people are trying to get out of it, fin, fin, if I can even say it, feminism. Um, but one of the things that I have read recently is that um, they were categorizing white men as being the, the driver behind oppressing women, oppressing women in positions and in jobs and in um, leaving the household and not making dinner and things and not being the, the perfect little housewife. Um, the more that I've read about our history and the more that I have do dove into very strong women um, within, our, um, within our past, that is not actually what has happened. What has happened is that there are several men and groups of, of different um, ethnicities that have helped women, just as women have helped men. And when people come together... And that's the one thing that I, I emphasize the most is that we are all humans. And when we come together, that's when really wonderful things happen. So I think what you were what you were referring to is when I was having the discussion with you that it, and it really is based on the feminism part. And that is why I can't get behind that movement is because they are instead of women now being separated out, they're trying to separate out white men and they specifically say white men. They don't say any other ethnicity they, which white is actually not even an ethnicity <laughs> it's, yeah. it's actually not right. even anything um but they do specifically point out white men um and the one thing that you know from from my research and what i have done um in, in far as looking up 
different subjects in our history, um, and we wrote the piece on um, the centennial anniversary of the women's right to vote, that the only way that women actually got the, the, the right to vote is because men voted for women to be able to vote. Women could, have vo- could not have voted themselves into voting. <laughs> so, right. so that's like a key part right there showing that, that we have to work together, we have to be able to support each other, because that's the only thing, that's the only way that things happen. If women weren't allowed to vote, yes, could we look back at our ancestors and think that was horribly wrong? Yes, but that's also why they saw a reason to fight to overturn that and to make the amendment. Um, we, can, we can look at that same um, scenario with slavery. We can look at the same scenario with the Civil Rights Act. We can look at the same... Um, scenario with um, women um, and in the workplace and their salary um, differences between men and things like that. There, there's so many elements that I feel are left out. Well, one thing yeah. um, on the salary, mm-hmm. on the salary part, um, because that the wage gap, they call it, right? The wage gap right. is an issue. But the studies that have come out show that the, um, the difference between the wage gap is also a, a correlated, a correlation between the hours worked in a year so that the wage gap is actually the fact that men are working longer hours than women on the study so i'm not saying that all women don't work because i could find a study showing the other way i I don't think you could because this is actual this is this is the study it depends on what you actually call working no what what i because men may be working in an office but the the studies that most of the studies show that a woman does not ever make the salary that a man does because of the fact that they're what the hours that they spend at home and with the kids are not accounted for. Well, the that, hours that they spend putting together the household are not accounted for. Which, correct. Which I do 100% agree with, but correct. I don't agree but with you, you putting, can't say on, but I don't agree with putting that into the salary range for a corporation. Right. That is just on a, a regular basic level for humans to know that yes, if a woman works a 40-hour full-time job, she also has another 20 to 30 hours that she spends on her household. Depending on her household. that's not a, that You can't say that all, all women have the same hours that they're putting in on the household either. That's, that's, that's not a... So the studies show. These, these are the studies. The studies show... So where are you reading this study? Um, I, I'll pull it up later and okay. we'll go over it. So the studies show that in... Because what we're talking about is... Um, a lot of STEM jobs. STEM jobs um, are typically sought after by men. Um, and uh, Jordan Peterson uh, has uh, really done the, the, a lot of study on this. But Candace Owens um, will also bring up the, the statistics. Is that uh, the, the jobs that the people are taking are um, in, in jobs that women are working the same type of job as men, then they are actually making more than men on average. So in these higher paying jobs, when women take those higher paying jobs, they're actually making equal or more than the men in those industries. Now the-, the Explain to me how. How? Because I, I, I can debunk that quickly. So explain to me how. By, by the paycheck. I can only- right. By the paycheck, but you, I think you're going into uh, an element of saying that they spend more hours, though, at the office. Who? Men. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm saying that in 
studies where women and men are working the same jobs at the same hours that women are making oh, okay. more. Okay, because you started it a different way. Okay, so then you, you backtrack to this one. So same hours, same position, same jobs. Yeah. Okay. That, no, what I, okay. I, I didn't backtrack. The overall wage gap has to do with hours worked. And, 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 that, and, and, and I know that we want to... The, the correlation and the comparisons in a lot of these um, broad brush and broad stroke allegations where women or men are making more than women, those are taking, um, in some instances, the very, um, the men who, that's all they do. All they do is work. And so if a person, all they do is work and they're putting in 80 hours a week working, that's all they do. And they make more than anybody else on the planet. Like, I, that's not even my lifestyle. I don't want to work 80 hours a week and never see my kids and my family. There are men who do that and make more than anybody else on the planet. That's, that's not something you can go, well, that's not fair that they make so much more than anybody else. Well, they, that's what they do with their life. And so there's, it's, these are the, the nuances of all of these studies that are coming out. But I feel like you're confusing different topics. So there is that element of somebody, anybody, man or woman, who work 80 hours a week, whether it's in entrepreneurship or if it's at a corporation. And yes, they're gonna make more money than anyone else. Then you have the element of, because I feel like we've, we've touched on three different topics. Then you have the element of the same two people, or like not the same two people, but the same position, man and woman, both in the same roles, who a woman could make more money than the man. And then we have the third element, which was that a man could work 80 hours a week. He's still only getting paid 40, but he's also working the extra to make sure that he can get the next promotion or the next raise or whatever that is, where the woman stops at five o'clock because she has to go pick up the kids, go home or whatever that is. So, so those are the three elements that we've touched on a little bit. Well, you brought what, in you what, brought in this idea that there's these extra hours that a woman is putting in, picking up the kids and doing all this. And one that's a part of a family life and, and a family decision that is not career-based and and that's that's where I think the big the reason why it's career-based is because there was a study that was done recently that you and I actually even already talked about that was talking about that that men get promoted quicker or they're they're in line for promotions because of the fact that they, they can stay late they can take on extra duties for their employers or whatever I, it is. I haven't seen that study. I don't know what study that is. So we'll, we can look into that. Okay. So, but where the woman goes home and, and they're probably basing it more on single parent homes where the woman has to go home, pick up the kids and be done for the day because she moves so on. I, I don't even see, I don't even see where that, is reflected in, in any of the studies right now. And I don't see even that, how that's reflected in our own home life. Like we are, you and I don't have have any relation to a situation like that. And that's so kind of like why- I'll pull up this study. I, I, I think it's interesting that you forgot about it, but then there was also a gentleman that was talking about it um, that you watch consistently. He's an older gentleman. He was a professor, I believe. Um, and he did a video on something about women. Why, why do women think that they can compare to men? Because this is the life of the man. This is the life of the woman. It's just what it is. And you don't remember that? No. 
Oh, that's interesting because you showed it to me. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So, but what, the reason that we got off on this tangent mm-hmm. is that we were talking about um, the the allegations that are posed against a white man because of two two factors the the color or the tone of their skin and we've talked about this before like people can watch this video and they can see i'm wearing a white shirt with some pattern and my skin is a i mean it's kind of a a rosy uh color right now but it's not white right Right. so I'm, i'm lumped into this this idea and and i'll say well this idea was probably um forwarded by slave owners and so now there's this idea out there where we're going to take a slave owner mentality and we're going to go ahead and try to apply that to the U.S. Census. Hey, look, here's five options for you on a U.S. Census. Are you white? Uh, no, that's slave owner mentality uh, dogma. I mean, that's basically a religion of where you think that you ha- you have uh, because your skin is a, a tone of a certain color or because your ancestors moved to Northern Europe 40,000 years ago, that somehow that has, you know, that is a white thing. And, and white is such a, a, a terrible, and, and I know we've, we've agreed on this, like white, white is such a, a terrible idea um, as a, it's not cultural. Like you go into, um, you go into Solvang, and Solvang is a Danish, the Danish mm-hmm. capital of America, you know? That's not white America, that is Danish. That's, and they have their own culture and they have right. their own. And so you have, um, you have all of these, these nuances and then they're like, okay, let's make five, you know, descriptive terms for you could be white, you black or African American, Asian as, as um, our Island Pacific, um, Pacific Islander. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then let's just try to simplify all of this for what reason? And then, and then you go, oh, well, then now you're the part of this white group and I'm not white and, and I've, I've never identified as white. Um, I write uh, other on all of my census. Actually, I, when, I, um, when I applied for the, the, my, my gun recently, and I had to wait, you know, so I sent my paperwork off to the state or the feds, whoever gets it. Um, I did this through, uh, through uh, a, a local outfit here and uh, they they had five I- options for are you white Asian island Pacific um, I think there might have been Native American I don't know uh, black or African American and and whatnot I and they said mark one at least Should be Hispanic in there uh, yeah yeah there was Hispanic or not Hispanic Latino with that yeah so so it said mark one or all or, or, or more than one so I just marked all of them because they didn't have another on that one. You know, I would have marked other, but they didn't have other. So I just marked all of them because, because I don't have to fit into your little boxes to be an American. Like there's, there was no, nowhere on there was there, are you an American? You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I'm getting my gun license and getting a, a lawfully owned firearm and you're not gonna put on there American. That, that is not anybody, your normal American is not responsible for this system that has been created that, that now I'm fitting into, and back to the point, I'm fitting into this idea where I'm a white man 
and now they're and they're trying to paint white men as as such and such like like dominant or or this this patriarchal structure whatever it is and <clears throat> and then they're also saying but also if you want to claim that you're a transgender or or a female you can be that too just say it and and then you aren't like this white man it's very it's it's all very strange i i think what do you, i mean so you know, we we got into a little bit of the the wage gap stuff because you brought it, you know, brought up career, but really, we're we're talking about just being an American and being a human being, and and all of these um, these this angst going on. I mean, and and you see it right now with with the uh, the presidential election, like people are, and you go on online to social media and you see people post about. The fact that we're back here to um, to having our two main options being two white men, you know, the 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 uh, the symbols of um, oppression in America, and here they are, you know, and these are our two options for president. I just I just find it to be um, all too forced, and the media just is all in on it, and it's all too forced, and and. You know, what, where do we go from here? I think that's a broad question if you're asking me, but I, I, I agree with you as far as, um, you know, with, with people asking, are we here again with two white men that are running? I, I find that to be degrading to what we've gone through. I mean, we had eight years of Obama. Um, if that doesn't tell you that we've, you know, moved forward, I don't, I really don't know what can. I mean, just because it reverted back to two men, I mean, what that tells me is that we just don't have anybody else in those positions to be able to run. So that should light a fire under everybody's asses to, to go out there and start being a part of the solution. Stop complaining about it. I mean, if you don't like to see these two men up there, then do something about it. Be those two men up there. Be the two women up there. Do something else. But don't complain about it. Don't continue to argue that these are the two worst people on the planet because who cares? Who cares? They, that's where they are. So now what do we do with what we have? That, that's all I want to know. What do we do with what we have? What are some of the good assets? What are some of the things that we want to see different? What are some of the things that we would like to make sure that are implemented within our own cities, within our own counties, within our own state? How, how do we start at a local level so that we can make sure that in four years, eight years, 12 years, that we have different candidates that are up there? If, if we didn't even like Obama and we didn't like the way that what he stood on, then how are we going to get a different type of politician? That's the only thing that I like about Trump is the fact that he's a different type of politician. Yes, is he absurd? Is he does he say things that are completely offensive? Yeah, but the thing for me is that at least he's different. There's something different. Is, is there something that I want more? Absolutely. So, am I looking at my state representatives and you know the 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 congressmen and and people that that are Congress people um, that that are running for these elected positions? I am, absolutely. But I don't have any other option right now other than Biden and Trump, and that's it. So either we can play into the mainstream media and we can hate on Trump and say that everything that he has done since day one is all wrong, or we can look and say, okay, these are the things that he did that weren't so great. These are the things that he did good. Okay, now let's look at Biden. These are the things that he did not so great, but these are the things that he's going to do good. Okay, so then we actually have a, an evil player, and um, yeah, it's evil. <laughs> an evil playing field. A, that, a level. I, I think you put field. that very right. well. We, you know, a level playing field because not everything 
and, and this this raised a red flag to me. And actually, the more that I listen to certain people, um, this raised a red flag to them as well. And I find these people to be very educated and, and highly respected. Um, but the red flag that was raised to them was, how does one person be blamed for everything that's happened? Like, I would be completely fine with blaming Trump for some things. But there's no possible way that Trump can be blamed for everything that's happened in all of our history. It's not even possible. So tell me the truth behind that is that what are the things that he did not do so great, which I've ended up just having to do my own research. And there's things that I found that I, I don't appreciate and don't wouldn't respect. But then there's a handful of things more that overweigh the good. And, and I take out the person, I take out Trump, and I look at the organizations and the movements and the laws that he's been a part of that has helped, and that's what I want to support. It's not the person. We got to get the people out of there, and let's look at what actually is going to help our communities, what's going to help our country, and what's going to help us all unify together. And, and that's the other part of it, is that when we started the pandemic, we all were like in this together. By now, we're all separate. We're all over the place. I have people on Facebook, and, and I literally go on Facebook just for the newspapers, just to you know make sure that something got posted, and then I'm off. I don't look at anything. I try to stay out of all of that. But for some reason, there's a couple of different people that I'm friends with that'll, that'll show up, and, and these are people that like I have respected over the years that are, are normally very peaceful people that are just so angry. And, and the hate that comes out for Trump, and it's literally just for Trump, yeah, pushed me. And actually, this is what started pushing me to research all the things that he said were wrong. Yeah, Because it was like time. And I was like, how in the world does one person do all of this all wrong? And he's being blamed for things that he has never even touched. Yeah. You know, I have a friend on uh, TikTok. He's, uh, he is a, a writer. Um, he's a businessman. He... he is on TikTok expressing, you know, one, um, his, his whole philosophy is master yourself. Um, and, uh, he, oh, what's his, what's his actual name? Um, I'm going to, I'll have it here in a little bit, but, uh, he, he just talks about mastering yourself. Uh, he teaches how to develop multiple streams of income. Um, but how to first conquer yourself and, uh, one day uh, on one of his videos, he says he, he, he confessed to this big scenario, which is a scenario you just described, that he had heard and believed. He's not political. He says, I'm not political. So I just believed what you guys were telling me. And he over years, he said the story never changed. Everything about this guy was bad and and everything he did was bad. And you guys never ever had one good thing to say about him so i went and did my research now this is a this is a dark-skinned man from georgia right he and and again i use i use light skin and dark skin to help other people who are are listening who who categorize people into different categories try to understand that people who are different skin colors have similar experiences and and skin color doesn't make you anything uh, as a person and this guy is, is one of those people who he says it's, it's not about skin color i don't i don't care about that but he he went and did his research and he's like okay actually i'm for trump and and he said i did my research i looked at it i looked at everything and i'm like no actually i'm for trump 
and he came out and he's like, I'm for Trump. Sorry, guys. And 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 there's there's a lot of of examples of that. People going, wait a minute, what has the um, and, and this is their statements and I can pull up video after video of people from all walks of life um, and with dark skin who identify as black um, or and as self, they self identify as black. Um, and they say, what has the Democrat Party ever done for us? And then they, they do their research and, and they come out for Trump. Now, not to say there's not a, there's not some on the other side of it going, you know what, I can't stand the way he talks about this or that. But there is a, a truth to what you, you're saying is you know, and you got this. The New York Times came out with this tax thing um, just yesterday or the day before. And it's like Trump paid only seven hundred fifty dollars in taxes in, in 2016. Well, then in their own article they say he actually paid one million dollars during uh, the extension while they you know they were going through all his taxes and you know what what you don't understand is the difference between me when I was scooping ice cream for thrifties the thrifties took out union dues I was a union member back then they took out union dues right I'm, I'm scooping ice cream literally paying union dues like what are we talking about why am I paying any of my money to you a were union what, 16 17 um yeah i was 16 years old 15 maybe yeah. I, I mean it was it was my yeah. first job um i was making four dollars and 25 cents an hour they were taking out union dues Crazy they were taking out think of that i know four hundred four dollars <laughs> and 25 cents that was the minimum wage right, right. I, you, you would think i was right. born in 1900 I know. right my but first no. job was in and out and i made six bucks an hour yeah you were you were rolling <laughs> in the dough yeah. well and and gas at that t at that time right. was a dollar a gallon yeah. it's right? all relative yeah it's all relative yeah. so so and that's why I'm not a, a big fan of raising the minimum wage because all it does is raise all the prices everywhere. It, it's, it's, it, it makes no sense. But um, there is there are good companies like In-N-Out Burger that pay people a living wage. That's great. So back to back to this, we have um, these these taxes taken out and um, the the minimum wage there that, you know, it it impacts. It impacts everything that. Where was, where was I going with that? Do you remember? <laughs> I, I had a specific thing. So, um, yes, we were talking about um, the red flag. Then he did his own research. He came out in support for Trump. He said, I'm sorry, guys. I'm for Trump. Oh, yeah. So yeah. For, for the taxes. Yeah. Right. So oh, that's right. So. Yeah. So as a as a person making four dollars and twenty five cents an hour yeah. over the course of a year, I probably paid more than seven hundred fifty dollars in taxes. But that that doesn't the what we don't understand as, when we're all just wage earners and and not business owners is we don't understand how taxes work we don't understand how people so we're like oh these these rich people are have all these loopholes and all this stuff and they do we're not educated enough to take advantage of those but guess what's not going to happen no savior no socialist government is going to come in and be like hey here's all the secrets that everybody's been hiding from you in fact all those secrets are already available to us and we're too lazy to go out and find out what they are like i can start a company i don't think it's laziness it, it no it well you can you it can be called laziness it can be called something else but if i if i go home after work say that i'm, I'm that person making four dollars and 25 cents mm -hmm. an hour and i go home after work say say i'm i'm older than 16 say i'm 21 and i'm still working minimum wage right i go home after work and instead of doing anything else i jump on play video games i go to my friend's house and you know pop open a beer and watch the watch the football game 
if, if you don't want to call that laziness, I'm fine with that. But if I'm not working to be a better person and going, you know what, I'm only making $4 and 25 cents an hour. And there is a world out there of people here's, and this is my story. I, I knew that there was other people in the world who were far more successful than me. And I didn't know where, where was I going wrong? What was I doing wrong where I could not achieve what other people were achieving? And so I was actually, um, I was actually in that place where I was stuck, not understanding what I could do to get ahead. And instead of hanging out with people who were doing better than me, I was hanging out with whoever was around. Instead of going out and searching, going to the library, going to use the resources available to me to figure out what am I doing wrong? Because the information is there. And that's the kind of thing that, that we don't know. Like all the information of how Donald Trump paid, well, he, he ended up paying more than $750, but the, the tax liability that he had as a person at, to, to, uh, to accumulate $750 worth of tax liability over the course of a year as a business owner that is just information that everybody has available to them. Like nobody is, it's not secret. He didn't, he didn't bamboozle the whole system. Like everybody who's a business owner does the same thing. There's expenses, there's write-offs, there's all the, all the things that a, a accountant knows how to do. Mm -hmm. And that's what the accountant is there for. And well, that, I think that's, that is where the issue comes in. Is that for me anyways, is that It, it starts with what you said, like get outside of your bubble, do something bigger than yourself. If you, if you want to get out of the same routine, some people just like the same routine and that that's fine on them. Right. But then don't complain about the fact that he gets to write off all of this money and, and the tax thing is, is super odd to me, but, um, but only taxes are weird and probably need to be reformed across the board. They, they do. But the thing is, is that the reason why I say it's super odd is because we have these, these incredible CPAs and accountants out there, but then you have these online services that are like, Hey, just do your taxes here. So then you go online and you punch in and you know, the average person can go in right. and they can yeah, do their Turbo taxes tax or right. whatever. And there's no, no real questions there. It, it asks you like just general things to kind of go right. through and walk you through. But there's a reason why people go to accounting school and there's a reason why there are accountants out there. And, and if you go and actually make a really good partnership with one, they can look at every, all of your finances and say, okay, let's set you up on a plan. If you want to, you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to start a business, let's set you up on a plan. So this is what you're going to need and you need X, Y, and Z. You'll have to do the work yourself, but at least that person can get you set up on the plan. And that's, and, and I think that's, that's like the misconception. And, and the one thing that I, I continued to see as people were reading these different articles is that they were like, everybody's just upset that they don't have his accountant. <laughs> right. Because he, don't be mad at the person, be mad at the system. If you guys don't like what he was able to do, then it's the system. It's not actually him. So I, 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 well, I'm, I'm going to default to get out of the Trump situation because I, I know that's a really hot topic for a lot of people. I look at it from a different perspective. Again, I take the person out of it and look at the general situation and how it affects me, how it affects our business, how it affects our kids, and how it affects our environment. And for me, there, if if we're, if my if my main media that I'm going to to read thinks that that is a crucial breaking story, when we have horrific things happening in our world people hurting each other every day, feeling oppressed every day, that to me is not even a, a topic. 
Like, how did we go so wrong that that's a topic? Like, how, where are we going to get back to where we're actually caring about one another? Who cares who's in the White House? How do we care for one another, pull together, and decide to do something different instead of attacking another human being? And I'm sorry to tell people, but that's, that's what Trump is. He is another human being. He just decided to put himself out there and run for a country that he loves. And I will say that forever because I, I truly believe that that's what he thinks when he goes in there. I can't, for, and, and I, I, I base that off of me because I'm not going to continue to show up every day that I'm being beat up. And I've been in positions in my career in a corporate world where I know for a fact that I'm going to go into an office and I'm going to be beat up. In the media business, we know we might put something out and we're going to be beat up. But we have to stay true to our integrity and true to who we are. Then that way when we're beat up, at least we know we did the best that we could, and we were trying to do the best for the people. And and I and well, and I think um, on in in terms of of a Donald Trump or anybody else who decides to run for office who's not a politician. And again, we're talking about this because we have a presidential debate tonight, and there really are two people in it: Trump and Biden. Right. So if people are are triggered off of this. So no, people not, people are going to be triggered, and that's <laughs> you know, and and good for them, you know. Yeah. But but figure out why you're being triggered. Right. Figure out what what's going on with you as a person yeah. to where you can't handle your emotional. You or know, somebody so, saying something and, good. Well, you you mentioned you know you went on Facebook and you saw people who were you know just kind of ranting and just angry and hateful and. I was on there today doing the same thing, looking at news and looking at what people are saying. And one of them was um, it, the uh, it was the the twindemic flu shot uh, post by the San Luis Obispo County Department of, of Public Health. And somebody on there um, was like, hey, you know, and so you, get, you got this. I mean, that's just going to go to opposite directions. I mean, it's like some people are going to be like, no, thanks. Keep your shot. I don't want your big pharma, blah, blah, blah. And then the other side is like, hey, you got to get this. I didn't get my flu shot last year. I got so sick and everybody should get a flu shot. And so you have it's, it's just two different ideologies going, you know, and they're just clashing. And then you have um, a lady go, hey, you know, here's a doctor. She explains everything, blah, blah, blah. And uh, here's a, you, you can find and just search her on YouTube. And the lady is like, I don't go to YouTube for my information, and she's on Facebook. I mean, what are you talking about? I mean, yeah. the, the amount of logic that you have behind your argument is absolutely devoid of, of any any significance. It's it's terrible that you could think, and, and you can't educate these people. She's so got to leave them alone. You got okay. So you're you're you don't know that these two entities are just different forms of the same thing. Right. One's a vi- one's a video thing, and one's more text. Like you don't know that you're just talking about people in, yeah. in general. So it's like, oh, I don't get my, my news from, from YouTube. I get it from Facebook. Like, um, what are you going to do for these people? Yeah. What are you going to do? So, and Well, and it's hard too because, I mean, in, in, in their defense, I mean, th- there was a time where you could read the New York Times and, and feel like you're getting a legitimate story. Same thing with the Washington right. Post. Even if you go back four years, CNN was was far more legitimate than it is today. All of them were. It, it, it's crazy to look back and go, oh, this is a, this was a much more credible yeah. institution four years ago than it is today. Well, journalism has taken a huge turn, and it's it's unfortunate, but that's what they're being taught in college now, and the curriculums in colleges are changing. And, you know, it's, it's, I think it's, it's, it's difficult for people, especially in the college setting, to, to understand how hard it is in journalism today because you're you're having to deal with the young journalist coming out 
you have the older generalists as well that are mixed into that same group. And then you have the, the large uh, multimedia chains, you know, like the CNNs and the ABCs and the NBCs that are, are putting out a narrative almost like they like come up with a storyline for the day. This is our storyline for the day. Everybody go out and find your five second story that fits this narrative. And they run out and they get that story, fits that narrative, and then they get up as fast as possible. And, and I've read numerous, n- numerous accounts and reports, even from these media chains, that say that that's what they do. They don't come out and say that they, they come up with the scenario in the morning, but they do say that they've turned it around because it, the way that social media and everything online is so quick, everything's so quick and the attention span of people is so fast that they are trying to find these stories that really can get people in and out and on the road. So that's yeah. why journalism has changed is because they're trying to keep up with this clickbait. And I think that, you know, you talked about like, we, you know, we don't want to dive in on Trump um, as an entity because people could get triggered off of it. But the, the fact is, and, and there are multiple um, people that I watch, Tim Pool's one of them. Uh, Tim Pool uh, is one of them that I agree with on terms of how Trump is a symptom of this institution and not a, a a source not a not the cause of the problem but he's a symptom of the of what's a, a bigger picture which is we need clickbait we need hot topics that's and then you look at what cnn or, or new york times are putting out there and this the the idea that you're going to get a bunch of views from your from your your core group of supporters when you talk and say something disparaging about right. Trump. Right. So I you say, so you go, yeah. you go with your headline, you go with your, oh, here, he only paid $750 in taxes. And then later in the, in their own article, they say, well, he actually paid a, a million dollars in taxes, but he only had a $750 liability. So how, how people don't understand this is when I was making uh, $4.25 $4. an hour and they were taking the taxes out, the the liability I had was was they were taking more taxes out than I actually had to pay, and that's why you get a tax refund at the end of the mm-hmm. year, right? Because they're actually taking more than right. you actually owe. So they take more than they it's give an a estimate. little. Yeah, it's an yeah. estimate. And they want to take more than you actually owe, so that you don't owe something at the end of the year, right. and then they give it back to you. And you can you can you can change the way that you fill out your W four to to make sure that you're actually paying less than you you're mm-hmm. supposed to and then you owe at the end of the right. year whatever it is but but how that works out is those are income taxes now if you're a business owner and like we've experienced if you have uh, if you make a million dollars and you sp- you pay out $999,000 well then you only made $1,000 right so you only pay taxes on the $1,000 your your company as a whole has has paid a, a ton of money in taxes, right. but you your only your tax liability is only on a thousand dollars, and then you go actually go into that and you divvy that up with with right. different write offs, and all of a sudden you owe nothing right. because and even though you run a, a million dollar company, that's how taxes work. It's not oh they should pay more because you know that the taxes are maybe they're not fair maybe they need reform. But they are what they are, and it's not like you're, you're well, cheating but, the system. But you have to think about it too, and and I don't want to go too much into this, but I think what what maybe some people don't realize is that there's personal taxes, there's business taxes, which also include payroll taxes. So it doesn't mean like he might have personally done that, but as a corporation and what he right. runs as a corporation, that corporation pays a bucket in taxes. 
So well, you got you hundreds know. of thousands of jobs and each right. of them are paying payroll taxes. And what people right. don't understand is payroll taxes are also coming out of the company. So people pay part of their payroll tax and, and we then pay the company the other and the company, right. <laughs> they, and the company itself pays the other part yeah. of that payroll tax. We so, have to pay the government in order to have employees. We right. have to pay the employees in order to have employees. Then they have to pay a portion of their taxes and we have to match that to a point so most and people pay that back. most people right. don't know that and so and our the, personal taxes could look very different than our business taxes right which they and do that's, always right but right. that's the other thing that people forget to look at that yes that might be what he did personally and here's where here's he's got the business side as well and here's the question do they forget to look at that or are either they're not educated to look not at educated that, to look at or that. or they ignore it because it runs with their storyline of how he's cheating the system right and we take him for an example it's but possible. go Okay, so, so now yep. closing the book on that, because that, that was just an example of how media is running, right? And how, how Trump came in and he, he was like, I am going to obliterate everybody on this debate stage in the Republican Party. I have, I am not, I'm not here to make friends and, you know, hey, hey, look at me. I can say, you know, some cute things up here and, and hopefully you, you vote for me. He's like, I am coming in here annihilating everybody right. in my way and if you say anything about me at all i am going to take personal offense to that and i'm going to attack you relentlessly because i'm better than you and that's kind of his was his attitude well see and that's the thing and that's i think that's what drives i have a, a, a woman that i was talking to a couple weeks ago um that was telling me that that's that's one of the things that drives her crazy about him is that he's so arrogant he's very narcissistic he just loves himself some most of the time which I don't get this, but she says most of the time he talks in third person. I've heard him a few times do that. Um, but she was saying like a narcissist will always talk in third person. Um, I, I personally don't look at him that way. And I think, and we've talked about this before. Like I think I was raised by a very strong man. My, my father was a very strong, strong human being. Um, he, he surrounded himself with very strong people. My uncles are very strong people. My grandmother and my grandfather were both very strong people. Um, and, and when I say that, like, their personalities were very, um, uh, they, they, they really thought a lot of them <laughs> themselves. And, um, but, but they were, I also feel like they were very, um, and it's probably just because of the world that I grew up in. I felt like they were nice about it though, but they, they, they were very established in their careers and in the community and, and who, and who they were, um, you know, and I, I kind of always attributed that a little bit to, like, my father was the best in the world. Like, he swam and won gold medals in, in the Olympics, and he was the best in the world. So to go from that to back down to earth level, you know, because you know that we pump up our, our athletes when they're that great. And they're, oh, you're just amazing. Look what you've done. And then right. they win well, these yeah. awards, and they're well, he has, amazing. Well, he's going all over the world, and people right. are asking him for signatures. Right. I mean, he's, he's a, he's a, a yeah. star, and this is 1968 right. uh, in the Olympics. So he was a star in his yeah. era. And, and I actually bought a, um, a signed, autographed picture of him. I bought it from Germany. Like yeah. this, this was actually in Germany and I bought it on eBay and they, they shipped it home to us. So yeah. I have that, you yeah. know, and, and so, but hold I mean, on. so let me yeah. finish that. So, so to take a man like that right. and, and to bring him back into, into the world that they lived in and, and you know, his family was pretty well established within, you know, Phoenix and Scottsdale area and in, in Arizona. And, and, and I feel like, and, and, and they had some city officials within their, you know, their, the, the family and things like that. And. Um, so I grew up in this environment that I never looked at it as there was something wrong with it. 
you know so so for my father being very sure of himself which reminds me some of trump um not not always you know but there's certain elements that remind me and, and certain things that he says you know he's from kind of that old school kind of mentality man you know and it, it that doesn't bother me like i'm not i'm not offended by it i don't feel less than um i feel like when i start feeling that way there's an issue with that relationship with something within me that i'm not accepting and so if if there's something that i don't like that this person is saying, then I need to take a step back and I need to reevaluate, is this person actually a good person in my life because I'm, I'm responding this way and I'm reacting this way? Or is there something that I need to grow through in order to get myself where I feel like I'm, I'm, I, I, I can hold my own type of thing? So when, when she was bringing up, so to take it back to this conversation with her, when she was talking about the way that he talked about his daughter and the way that he talks about people and the way that he talks about himself, I, again, I go back to kind of that old man, older men mentality, not old, but you know, it was uh, he's just 74 like, years old, it, just right? to, he's, but, he's, they were, in, but they were in, brought up to be very strong people. Like there, there was nothing wrong with a strong man back then. Right. He's from, he's from New York, right? I mean, he's, he's a different breed. Oh, you're talking about Trump. Yeah. yeah. My father wasn't. Right. Yeah. Right. But, but the, you know, so but it is. it's a different breed of people. Like if you go back to New York and if anybody around here has been to New York, they're, they're a different type of person but they will say the same thing about us. And when I would go back there, they'd be like, oh, you're from California? You guys just hang out at the beach all day. Yeah, it's what's like, up, dude? Like, <laughs> right, so so in that, there's there's just a big picture. Now, yeah. he did come in, he changed the game. Yeah. He's he's not a politician. Somebody actually tweeted, um, and I really like the way they put it. They said, I'm, I'm more concerned about a politician who, the tax returns of a politician who became a millionaire than a billionaire who became a politician, mm -hmm. right? Because because we know, and so you have this this paradigm, and I'm just going to throw this out there as a scenario. It's uh, you know that it's a, it could be true, maybe it's not, but you have an institution that over the past 50 years, um, you know, you have the CIA, which is known to be um, what it is. If you don't know what it is, go look it up. Mm -hmm. You have the FBI, who's who is on the record now as as being something um, that was was acting nefariously um, and, and whether or not it was super egregious or not, it was not the way in, uh, the, the Federal Bureau of Investigation should right. be operating. You have the CDC who's recently come out and, and really kind of corroded their own um, integrity by a few things that they've done recently. And then you have, you, instead of having an institution that backs all of these people up, and says, oh, let's make sure that everybody in America be still believes in the integrity of our institution. You have it, you have a, a, and now an element that says, well, wait a minute, that's not okay. I mean, the drain the swamp idea that he brought to it is it tapped into the idea that Americans actually do not trust the government. And so when you have that, and then you have a media that is, is trying to prop up a part of the government that is, hey, this one's legit. And then you have a bunch of people supporting that idea. You're you, you discount the idea that there's actually some significant problems within the government that need to be faced, and we need to do that in order to to move forward as a country. And that's that's what I'll give give Donald Trump credit for. He came in. He says we're not playing by the old rules. We are going to do something that that completely changes that. And and I, I brought this up to somebody else and. 
they were like, well, he's acting this way or that way, or it's all, you know, we have to clean up this big mess. And I say, well, you know, draining the swamp wasn't meant to be pretty. Now, I don't know whether it's the right way to go or not, but I can tell you that the, the decades leading up to this with George Bush um, and uh, Bill Clinton and Barack Obama and the things that they did, and, and if you don't know what they did, if you don't know Obama, you know, dropped more bombs than George Bush in the Middle East, then you need to go look that up. That the, he, they all did horrific things in the name of the United States. They all tarnished our integrity. They tarnished what I believe in the, with the flag, what I believe is our highest ideals. They all tarnished this, and we were done with it. There was a lot of people. I didn't vote for Donald Trump in 2016, but I, I, I was done with it. That's why I didn't vote. I didn't vote for for Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. I'm done with it. And so what people don't understand is, oh, Donald Trump, you know, won because everybody's stupid. No, everybody's done. Like you think you have this 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 very clean and polished institution and you can ride on these these, hey, everything's fine here, guys. Let me just read off this teleprompter real quick and tell you what you want to hear. We're, there, there's a, a large majority that is just done with it. So whether or not you know you you can get behind Trump or not, I, I personally can get behind the idea that let's 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 reevaluate the situation. We don't need to burn it down. We just need to reevaluate it, may clean some things out, and do some reform that changes America for the better. Because it's not the the Constitution to me still stands firm. It's about integrity and independence and freedom and the, and the belief that people can make the right decisions if given the right information. And then you have these these uh, media companies that are out there putting out bad information, and and they are New York Times, Washington Post, CNN all on record fox news all they are all on record giving out bad information that's what they've done so they all have to answer that they have to answer to their own integrity and it it's similar to what's going on in in our local um, government here with the one percent sales tax it's like well go with the one percent sales tax we need it to fund our police yeah the big issue is that the 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 people in our community don't trust the government that's they did a survey and the the top concern was we don't trust that you're going to do the right thing with the money so instead of addressing that it's like yeah but the police really need it well the you're you're not looking at the problem you're not facing the issue you don't have the faith of the people so when they don't vote for it it's not that they're voting against the police they're voting because they don't trust you and that's your problem it's not the police's problem it's not the the voters problem Oh, it's our problem. You have, yeah, you have, you have not. No, 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 I'm a voter. It's our problem. And explain that. Because if, if we're saying that we don't trust the current sitting council with the money. Or the administration. Or the administration right. with the money that they would like to tax us on, then we're not voting in the right people. And if we, if, if, then if we want to go back and if we want to say that there was no one else to vote for, then that is a problem in itself. So for me, it's, and, and I agree with you on the 1% tax, but I, you know, and I, I, I we look at it similar. Um, I look at it, you know, from, a, a, I, th I think most of it's all similar, but for me, there has to be a checks and balances. And with this particular 1% tax, there, there is no checks and balances other than the people. And so I say it's our fault because we voted them in. Now we can say, well, we didn't vote, so we're not 
were not a part of that, but I did. I voted. And, and you and I look at our vote differently um, as far as, like you said, that you didn't vote because you didn't have anybody to vote for. I always vote. I always pick somebody. So I'm, I'm, I am registered as an independent. Um, in the past, I've been registered as a Republican. I went independent because there were some things that I started reading about the Republican and to, Party. To, and the, to clarify, though, that's yeah. no party preference as opposed to American independent because yes. there was a confusion about <laughs> right. that. American independent yes. is a party. I actually did register as an American independent at first. And I couldn't <laughs> vote. And I was that's, like, what so that, is yeah, happening? Right. Um, I couldn't vote in the, the February. The primary. The primaries. Oh, so right. so, so that, I had to re-register as, yes. Um, but but so, so I moved to independent or... No party preference. No party preference because I, I wanted to be able to make my own decision. So if I liked somebody on the de de the Democratic side, then I could vote for them. If I liked somebody on the Republican side, I would vote for them because I'm going to do my research now. I'm no longer just voting for a party. I am doing my research and I'm voting for the person that stands for what I believe in that will make our communities right. better. So with that being said, is that so so when I go back and, and if we are now saying that we don't trust them with it, then I have to look at myself and say, well, I messed up then. If, if I can't trust who's in there to handle this 1% of my taxes that I'm going to put in extra because whatever the reason is, then that's on me. That's on all of us as a community because we voted them in. Right. And, and to that point, so the, the survey really, um, I think, asked the question of whether the people trusted the city administration, which is the city okay. manager. So it's not technically the council. It's not technically the council. But, of course, then but the, the council. the council always the approve council is what the, the one, administration is doing? Well, they approve the larger budget, right? right. And then the, the city goes through and, and makes decisions right. from there. So. But but the, the council is the checks and balances there. So okay, so they right. But then what, well, hold on, hold okay. on. So so the 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 survey came back and said we don't trust that the city's going to do the right thing with the Correct. money. Right. And and then so if they if there was a strong city council and I'll put this on and and maybe not even a strong city council, but the proposal um, to put the initiative on the or the the uh, the, um, the decision on the ballot uh, that the decision that people are going to have in November needs to be strong and that and it needs to make up for the, the, the trust that maybe is missing. Right. And that's, that's my point is that, and then it comes back to, well, the city council is going to be in, involved in um, holding the thing accountable. Well, then if the city council then has the faith of the people, then the people could vote for this and, and pass it and, and then make it happen. So the, those, but the, with that, don't you think that part of the reason why people are saying what they're saying right now is because, and this isn't the first city council that they've said it, but in our recent, and, and we're talking about Atascadero, um, not Passerables. Correct. Um, but here in Atascadero, because that's where we both are registered to vote. Um, but here in Atascadero, um, in, in the most recent city council meeting, one of the members even said, well, you know, at some point, if we needed a new playground or an upgrade or this or that, then we can use the money for that. And it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, I they thought, were, yeah, they I were excited. We were, they, they, I thought we were talking the, about police and fire. And during first, the conversation, they were like, it would be, it'll be really nice to be able to talk about making a new playground because we haven't had the money to do that. And so already, and then during that conversation, they turned around and they said, well, maybe we need a really strong idea of what we're going to spend the money on right and at that point you're going well you're 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 saying that you already have have made that decision you're going to have all this you know money for public service and then this then you have all the rest of this money that you don't know what you want to do with and that and that leads to that question and it kind of solidifies that question we we don't feel like you guys are 
are prepared and and let's just let maybe let's, let's put it that way you're not prepared to to deal with the one percent sales tax increase and the money that's going to come in on that so the, the and, and that to the point of um if you want us to vote for that mm -hmm. then you have to have a more solid plan right just give us a more solid plan right. and we're and we'll be like hey yeah i, I can agree with that plan right. but can can't give us like hey let's do a one percent sales tax because we could always use extra money well, I think that it goes into like the same type of conversation that you have with, um, and, and I think we've had this conversation before, but so you can have an annual budget for your household that is what, $50,000, okay? An annual budget for $50,000, you can make yourself live within the $50,000. But then let's say that you want something a little extra. Well, now you're, you're kind of playing outside the 50,000. So now I get a raise and I get a raise to 65,000. Oh, geez. Well, now I'm just living within the 65,000. Oh, but now I need something else. So now I'm going to go outside of the 65,000. So no matter what budget you have, you can always live within, but you're always going to be a little over. And that's where credit cards and debt and all of that comes in because that that's kind of how society is, is made. It's like, well, you only have this amount of money, but you have a bunch of credit cards. So you can actually live outside of your 65,000 a year. And, and that's kind of how I see the 1% is that we had this budget and, and I could be wrong, but we had this budget and then COVID hit. But I, I think that this actually comes before COVID. I think we can all agree that this was going to be on the ballot yeah. for a Tascadero or a need for a Tascadero right. with or without COVID. So we have our basic necessities. We have a budget that is supposed to have our basic necessities in. So I, I feel like if, if we can't function within that budget or at least an increased budget, knowing what that's going to be, to make sure that our basic needs and services are 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 um, taken care of, then how can I know that when we increase it, that it's still going to be taken care of? Because they weren't able to do it within this budget, how are they right. going to be able to do it within this one? And so I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's. It, I think I mean it's it's a it's an argument that people are going to have out there, and and it's an argument that a city, if they want to get this on the ballot and they want to get this passed, they they need to. Uh, they need to address those issues mm -hmm. and answer those questions yeah. so that when people go into the ballot, what we want to know is what we're voting for. And I think that's where we go into the, the whole Trump thing. Like you knew what you were getting when you, when you got him. I, I knew what he was. I knew who he was. I didn't vote for him because I, I, my, I value my vote a little differently. Like you said, yeah. I, I value my vote a little differently. Uh, you have to earn it. I have to, I have to believe in it. Um, and so, um, the idea that, um, you just, you know, vote for the, the lesser of two evils. I, I, that's not my philosophy, right? But it, it's, there's a lot of different philosophies out there. You know, there's a lot of people who aren't going to vote this year because of, of what is, you know, there's actually, there was funny enough, the libertarian groups, which are the kind of like the anti-tax groups, mm -hmm. they, they don't believe in income tax. They don't believe in the, you know, in, as a philosophy, like the smaller the government, the better. And so when they see that Trump, you know, did what he did in order to only have a tax liability of seven hundred fifty dollars. They're like, "That's my man," like, like literally, like I, no, I, I've seen <laughs> video after video on 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 TikTok with people going, "Libertarian, you have just won my vote." I, you know, I don't like who you are. What, what, you know, they have all their reasons, and right. they're like, "But you, you are on my level with the taxes. We should not be paying all these taxes like this." So, That's so it, it oh. is. It's, it's really, it's really just yeah. a crazy world we live in, and, and and you just you can't bet on anything solidly. So, in back to the vote, like, as if you're gonna ask me for my vote, give me something I can believe in. That's all I'm asking. And so, so to that point. I think after four years of, of activity that I can look back and see what did Donald Trump sign into. I'm a big um, 
I'm a big no debt guy. Like I don't want to see national debt go up. I want to see it go down. It has done nothing but go up. It has been done nothing but go up since George um, Bush, and it is crazy astronomical. Like to to be at twenty seven trillion dollars in national debt, just about. It's that's ridiculous, and and that is something that the the federal government is completely responsible for and they are spending our money and when you spend our money and and it comes back to us um in little pieces and somebody else is getting big chunks of it we all have a problem with that and and so there's there's a lot of you know i could go into the weeds on that but i don't want to but but it i i gotta say that that i don't agree with everything donald trump has done but i believe that his investments in different areas in our country have been a, a good thing. I am not. I'm an anti-war guy. I don't want us drop, dropping bombs in in uh, desert countries. I want us to get out of those. Uh, we've been in the longest war in history in the Afghanistan. Uh, you know, we've been in there for almost 20 years. Ridiculous. Get us out of there. So when when he, he talks about that kind of thing, you know, the it our vote is is a, about value and what we value and what we believe in. But but bottom line, it really is what we believe in. And, and I just see, you know, that tonight with the, with the debates, we're going to be given an opportunity to see something that is what can we believe in. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you go back to the 2016 debates with, with Clinton and Trump, that we knew what we could believe in with Clinton. And, and I, knew, I knew Clinton. I, I, I'd kind of grown up with her since I was, you know, a young man. They've been in office. Her, her and her husband were in office. Yeah. I, I saw her for 20 years about. I knew what I was getting with her. I didn't quite know what I was getting with Trump, but he didn't win me. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't do what he needed to do to win me. At this point, with his administration and with what they've done, I have a little more faith. I, they, I haven't cast my vote yet, but I have a little more faith than I did definitely in, in 2016. Um, that's about what it is. You know, we need to earn. The, this country is, it, it, it rallies around faith. It rallies around beliefs. It rallies around independence and knowing that your vote is just as valid as mine because you are an intelligent and and wise individual with a, a capacity to learn we've lost a lot of that over the past i would say 20 or 30 years that that you just we've we've lost a lot of that independence and that ability just to to know everything that's going on it's so complex in the world today and and it's um and so confusing and the media is not helping us at all in in the mainstream media and the people covering uh, politics they aren't helping us understand what's going on when you when you have the New York Times put out this article he only paid 750 in in tax and it's obviously wrong and, and it's misleading you're not helping us understand how to vote you're just trying to lead us to vote a certain way and you're not educating us you're not helping us understand and you're not doing your job and so something's going to come along and, and something already is um, coming along to change media as well and, and media is going to change. We all have access to uh, a lot more outlets and a lot more technology than we ever did. Media is going to change over the next 10 years. Um, and it really is about whether it's going to change in the right way or the wrong right. way. So, you know, all said and done, we got we got local issues. We got um, national issues. You know, any any final words um, in um, for you on this election or or things you want the, the people to know about? No, I mean, the only thing that I I continuously wanted to spread the word on and and to get out there is just do your own research. Um, You know, I'm doing my own research. I don't want to give everybody a whole lot of information on where I stand. Um, 
you know, I, I, I have to look at the two candidates that we have. I can't wish another candidate in there. Um, and that's, that's where I've gotten in my own vote. Um, so please do your research and don't do it on Facebook and don't do it with your friends um, because most of them are getting it from something else or even a headline. And, that, and, and being in the media business, we understand that people just read headlines and then they start throwing um, assumptions out there read the full story and if you don't understand the full story then talk to somebody that's an expert in that field because that's the person that really could help you um, and, it, and it could be and when i say expert it doesn't mean that they have to have a college degree behind them it's just something that they study it's something that they read up on it's something that they're passionate about or or curious about those are the those are the people that i like to talk to because i feel like they're not getting it from an established um, institution they're getting it from you know I, I read this article and then I went and read this piece of history and then I went and read this piece of history and then I read this commentary from this person and then they put together their idea of actually what happened right. from a bunch of different resources so so try to do that try to get off of the um, the understanding that everything is a personal attack because I feel like that's where our society is and, and I'm I'm 100% guilty of that as well and I have to check myself often Am I taking this as a personal attack? Am I, is this, does this actually have anything personally to do with me? You right. know, and so and once if, I can and if clear. If it's true that, that there is something that has to do with you personally, then take responsibility for that. I wanted, I wanted to jump well, in there. you digress or you took I, over I wanted, from what I was saying. I but, wanted to yeah. jump in there because um, I don't want to get away from the fact that the city administration in Atascadero needs to take stock of. It's not a personal attack on you that people don't trust that you're going to do the right thing with the money. The, it's, a, it's a reckoning. You need to fix that. You need to figure out why you have that reputation and why you don't have that. So I, you know, and I just wanted to make sure that that was that was known. And sometimes it is a problem. You should take a look at, it. and it's not just demonizing. Oh, you don't like police if you're not going to vote for the one percent sales tax. No, you, we don't trust the administration. And and if you know, or you know, if if they do vote yes on it, yes, we do trust the administration. So live up to that trust. And I think that's. That's just what I wanted to add in there. But go ahead. Um, I'm not sure where I was, um, but it was um, it was my closing, and now I. So just do your own research. Do your own research, and make sure you're not listening to um, social media. That's it. And um, so for and on that too, the um, like when I talk to a local business owner who's in retail down in Atascadero and downtown Atascadero and they say that they're against the sales tax and they tell me why. That's another avenue of research. That's Absolutely. a person who's yep. impacted. Their bottom line is impacted. They know whether a 1% sales tax is going to help their business or hurt their business. And and so I, I wouldn't go talk to um, Rite Aid and, and the employees at Rite Aid or even the CEO of Rite Aid. He doesn't care about the 1% well, sales tax. His, his business is going to be fine no matter what. But we have to talk to the people who are significantly impacted in our own community yeah. on issues that that relate. What? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that he doesn't care. I just I, I think everybody's just in different boats, and and I think that's just the biggest thing to be able to look at. And, sure. And that's sure. actually what makes America so wonderful is that the people that don't own a company don't attack the people that own companies because the people that own companies are giving jobs to people that don't own companies. You know, we all need each other. There's a reason why every position is out there. There's a reason why all, you know, the different elements of our society are the way that they are. But it feels like today we, we're attacking the certain thresholds or the, the certain elements that, that kind of make us stable. And so we're trying to cut the legs off thinking that it's going to do something different. And really all it's going to do is crash. I mean, and, and, and to be honest, I mean, in, in, in I, mean, I, don't, I don't know how to say this in, in a politically correct way, but 
Um, you don't have to. But well, no. I mean, it's because a lot of people might not understand what I'm going to say. But as a company owner that has employees, and and we do what we have to do in order to make sure that they're paid, and we had to do that through COVID, um, where our employees are paid at times before us. You know, obviously we kind of are set up that way. Um, but it came down to where we paid the employees and didn't pay us, and so we had to look at our, you know, our our home and, and our insurances and things like that, and knowing which which things had to get paid and which things we could hold on. And you know, as we started going through COVID, we had to look at all of those elements. But I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that, you know, when you're doing your research and and you feel like somebody might have something more than what you have, remember that everybody is out there and the opportunity is open for everyone. It doesn't mean that the opportunity that, that Nick and I have is not an opportunity that somebody else could have. It's out there. You just have to be able to go and work for it and do it. Um, and, I, and, I, and I won't apologize for that. Like most companies, most organizations, most CEOs will never apologize for the amount of money that they make. Doctors will never apologize for the amount of money that they make because they work their asses off in order to do that. Now, do they work their asses off more than somebody else? Nah, at times they do. <laughs> You know, it's just different levels. Right. There's a different level of working your ass off. And there's and also the investment and the risk. Like if we if 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 we go down and we end up owing five hundred thousand dollars, well, none of our employees owe any of that five hundred thousand dollars. No, and that and that's kind of what we went through when we were walking through COVID. Is that you know we wanted to make sure that we can pay the employees. We wanted to make sure that we were we were smart with what we did. You know, with our furloughs and and you know potential layoffs and then you know. Um, you know, as we walk down that path. But the thing is, is that, and, and like what you just said, I mean, if we ended up going bankrupt, all of our employees go out and get another job, but we are bankrupt. We are bankrupt. Right. We don't have any money and we have to Not go and bankrupt, figure out but, but still owing, But right. still owing people in, in, in a lot right. of potentialities. So there's so, a lot of risk, like you said. There's yeah, a lot there's of risk that you take being so a business owner and an entrepreneur that a lot of people are not willing to do, which is okay. But right. don't try to cut their legs off because you don't have that. I guess is all I was right. trying to say. And I, and I don't want to come across as, as somebody that is, is a know-it-all or, or like, hey, look at this. It's just, it's a fact. If you cut my legs off, you cut the legs off of my team, then, I, then we have nothing. Right. So why don't we support each other? I'll, you support my business, I'll support your business. And together, we're going to make the community better. We're going to make the state better. We're going to make the, the local government better because together we can do that. But we can't do that when we're trying to cut each other up and say that somebody's not worth something else. Right. And I think that leads into a, a broader conversation. It really kind of taps into like the idea of socialism and 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 even communism that were actually the the folks, the good folks in uh, Portland and the good folks in Seattle have been uh, trying to forward as an ethos. Uh, but, you know, if if you have the lifestyle where you can just hang out and protest for for three months four months on end you're probably not adding to a society that actually needs itself to and it needs actually you it needs you to humble yourself to go i just need to go to work i need to go to work i need to scoop that ice cream right i need to go in i need to scoop that ice cream i need to do my my earn my four dollars and 25 cents go ahead and pay my taxes go ahead and pay my union dues go ahead and pay and 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 pay my rent and all for what? Because at the end of the year, I have nothing left. But you know what you do have? You have experience in something. And whether that's experience in, in you know, looking around you and learning from your managers or learning from the system or learning from uh, the economics of 
hey, I just sold this ice cream and, and finding out that they buy ice cream um, for you know 50 cents a gallon and they sell it for $2 a gallon, you go, hey, that's a business I can get into and trying to figure out how to get into that yeah. business because right. they invented that business or right. they, you know, so there, there's just so much that is being missed. It's because, and, and I think it's just people who don't understand and they want something that doesn't exist and that's a whole other conversation. Well, the thing is too, it is a whole other conversation and we should have that sometime because I, I believe that I, I would love for somebody to, to say that to me and then step in my shoes for a week. Right. Let's see if I have a company at the end. Right. And, and, and so there is, cause I could, I can actually go on a little bit longer on this conversation too. It's a really wonderful one. Yeah. And it, and it is about, it is about the difference between capitalism and socialism. Yeah. And I don't care what system you want to set up. There are people who are going to take advantage of people in mm -hmm. those systems. They're going to, yeah. they're going to oppress people in those systems. And the, the best thing for me in my life. Um, comes from the Constitution of the United States that doesn't have any capitalism or socialism in it. Yeah. It says that you are free, you are you you are endowed with inalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and you never can lose those. You can only give them up. So don't give them up. Learn what they are. Learn what your life is worth. Learn what your liberty is worth, and learn what your pursuit of happiness is, so you can go out and get it. Because once you do. And, and, and Tony Robbins is like a, a great example of this. Like once you figure things out, life is an adventure and it's fun, right? You, you might not be able to pay all your bills, but you should know that you only have one life and it should be fun. And that fun should never hurt or harm anybody else or anybody else's property because that's their life and that's what they've put into it. So um, that's a big picture. Let's get into that one of these, uh, one of these weeks. Haley, thank you very much for being a part of the show today. Absolutely. You're, you're one of my very, very favorite guests. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, and we will uh, have some other guests on this week. Uh, going to be a great week. Going to be a great uh, show tonight. Everybody tune in and, and watch the debates. Uh, we do hope they happen. Not they our are show. Scheduled, they are scheduled uh, to be in... Um, to go on in less than six hours. So hopefully everybody's getting prepared for that. Um, but uh, thank you all for joining us today and we look forward to seeing you next time.